Siddur Snippets is sponsored by Renee and Jack Nussbaum. This is Chosav Rafu Shlema Adol Bas Alta Chaya. We're in the paragraph of Ribon Kol Ha'olamim in the Kabbalah Salmachu Shemayim, the beginning of our morning. Liolam Yehadam, we declare a person should always be a man, should live with Yira Shemayim privately and publicly and be honest with ourselves. And we continue as we've discussed Ribon Kol Ha'olamim, master of the worlds, this world and the next, and master of that which is Ne'elam, that which is hidden and that which is revealed. And we put into practice exactly what we just preached. We pledged that we would be honest with ourselves and others, so we admit, Ma'anu, ma'chayenu, ma'chazdenu, who are we and what are we? And we're utterly unworthy. We pointed out that word ma appears seven times. Several people pointed out that if you count in the paragraph, I'm glad people were following at home. If you count in the paragraph, you'll find an eighth ma, but that ma is ma nomar lefanecha. The first seven speak about ourselves. Ma, what are we? Our lives are futility, they're empty, they are, they are hevel havalam. The uh, next ma is really a continuation of the paragraph. It's not included in the seven. So we admit to Hashem, we can't approach you. We're about to begin our day with davening. And we're going to submit before you our requests, our needs, our supplications. We're going to protest what we're upset about. We'll express gratitude, what we're grateful for. But who are we to approach you, Hashem? What are we? Our lives, in fact, are empty. Matzit kosena, by what right and by what righteousness do we approach you? And we give this list. We admit to you, Hashem, and again, note, we've said this already many times, the dual relationship we have with Hashem. Elokein knew He's our God. We've discovered Him. We've forged that relationship. We've invested personally. And even when we're not feeling it, even when we feel blocked or unsuccessful in our personal journey for Hashem, He's also Elokein We're part of the Sora. We've received from our parents that relationship. And Halokola Giborim Ka'ayin Lefanecha. No matter how strong someone is, a gibor, the mightiest, strongest, most powerful people on the planet, they're gurnished. They're absolutely nothing before you, Hashem. Anshe Hashem, kilohayu. No matter how prominent, no matter how prestigious, no matter how many followers or friends or likes or retweets, no matter how great someone is in their prominence, before you, kilohayu, they're invisible. They're nothing. They're gurnished. V'chachamim, no matter how wise, no matter how much knowledge, how much intellectual achievement, kivli mada, they're gurnish, they know nothing, they're illiterate. Univonim kivli haskel. Someone who thinks they're so analytical, somebody who thinks they have such penetrating, penetrating understanding, kivli haskel, they're people who know absolutely nothing. Why kirov ma'asayim to? Because our lives are empty. Our lives are empty. Vimechayim hevel afanecha. Umosar ha'odim in abehem ayin ki akol havel. And man has over an animal, ayin, we have nothing over an animal, because everything is vanity. It's a very depressing way to start the day. We wake up, we're supposed to greet the day with goals and aspirations and ambition, and we begin by saying, we're worthless, we're inferior, we're inadequate, our lives are vanity and vain, they're empty, there's no difference between me and my pet, there's no difference between me and an animal, an animal has nothing over me. Why are we starting our day and what are we saying? So we mentioned yesterday, we began to mention yesterday, that these metrics that measure our lives as empty and vain are only true in the physical material world. When we start to think that we're better, we think we're superior, because we're so smart, we have such a great memory, we're so analytical, we have such breakthrough and progress in technology, in medicine, in manipulating and controlling the world, we have to remind ourselves at the beginning of the day how empty that is. Because how many of the greatest academics and scholars 
The most powerful people, when it came to their moral character, were corrupt and empty. How many of the most brilliant minds are only from the neck up, but from the neck down, they're no different than an animal, drawn to their animal impulse and animal instinct? How many people have sabotaged their own lives? The greatest, greatest elected officials, the greatest scholars, the greatest business people, the greatest celebrities, the greatest athletes, who's absolutely imploded and self-destructed. Because maybe by the measures of all these other things, they've accomplished a lot. But when it comes to controlling their own inner voice, the Yetzirah, the animal impulse and instinct, they're no different. We have nothing over an animal. We're no different. So in fact, it's not depressing at all. The way we wake up in the morning is with an incredible statement of humility. The recognition with modesty that whatever prominence we've achieved, whatever position we've achieved, whatever wealth we've achieved, whatever understanding we think we've achieved, never, ever get arrogant. Never think you're in control, never think you've arrived, never think you're superior, because underneath it all, we're still vulnerable. As long as we're alive and we have a Sahara, we have an instinct and an urge, as long as we're distracted and tempted, we are vulnerable. And that's what we're saying as we begin our davening. What does it mean, Moser Adam and Abahema Ayin? That an animal has nothing over us. The Ramchal writes something incredible in Metzilah Shasharim. The Ramchal says, you know, we think we're so much better than animals. Animals just have their instinct, their impulse. Animals are lowly, unsophisticated, and we think we're so much better. But you know, the truth is, an animal identifies danger. An animal identifies a threat or harm. It withdraws, it recoils, it runs in the other direction. If an animal touches something, gets hurt, eats something, gets sick, the animal doesn't come back and do it again. And we pathetic human beings who think we're so much greater, in fact, we go right after the things that are dangerous. We flirt with that which threatens us. We're drawn to that which can absolutely sabotage our lives and our well-being and our happiness. We can't control what we eat and how much we eat. We struggle with what we say and what we look at. We lose our temper, we get angry, we're envious and jealous. These are all things which are dangerous, which damage us. And yet, when the animal knows to avoid danger, we jump right in. So, don't think you're so much better than an animal. That arrogance is what makes us vulnerable and allows us to get in trouble. All this is true, says the Ramban. And there's Drusha on Kohelis, the Ramban writes, and he references this tefillah. The Ramban says, all this is true on the physical level. Physically, anatomically, physiologically, we're no different than an animal. We eat, we eliminate what we ate, we reproduce, we're drawn to intimacy. We have an animal instinct and an animal urge, and never fool yourself to think you don't. On the physical level, we're no different than an animal. However, If we only stopped after that paragraph, it'd be terribly depressing and a difficult way to start the day. But you've got to continue with the next paragraph. On the physical level, we're no different than the animal, but we're part of a covenantal community. You gave us the tools and the power. You gave us the charge and the mission. You believe in us. We can live a higher transcendent life. We can accomplish and achieve so much more. I'll end by telling you two incredible interpretations. You could read that as depressing. Man has nothing more than an animal. Ayin means nothing. There's nothing better of us. But the Magid Tzedek says Ayin stands for Aval Yesh Neshama. We do have something more than an animal. Moser HaAdam and Abahema. You know what man has more than a Abahema? Ayin. Aval Yesh Neshama. Physically, we're no different. We're vulnerable to the same urges. Aval Yesh Neshama. But we have an inspired soul. An animated soul. We view the world in a different way. The Chidah writes... 
Ayin stands for Amira, Yidia, and Neshama. So we do have an ayin over an animal. It can be depressing. We have nothing over the animal ayin, or we have so much more than an animal. Mosar Adam and Amehema ayin. You know what we have more than an animal? Aval yesh neshama. It's a special neshama. It's charge. It's test. Aval nachdu amcha b'nei And that's what we continue with the mission because we're more than an animal and we have a neshama.